I wanted to ask you about um, your red zone offense and um, run versus pass. And I know there are a lot of things that go into the, um, the decision as to when to do one or the other. But it seems yeah. like, especially yeah. lately, um, when closer to the goal line, five yards and in, you guys, you guys have been willing to throw it more than run it. Is that based on looks that you're <clears throat> getting from defenses? Is it based on what you think your team is good at at this time? I'm just curious as to um, what, is, what has led to some of those decisions of late to, to pass a little bit more down there. Yeah. You know, it. it's uh, – <clears throat> I think it's always a function of the way you get played and what you have confidence in. And, you know, and, and to me, um, there's times where we go into the, uh, a situation where we have more than one call available to us and we're trying to get to the best one. Uh, there's times where we just go ahead and make a call and live with it. Uh, and then there's certainly situations like the other night where you get in a third and goal situation and, you know, you're most likely going to throw in those scenarios uh, regardless of what the defense does. But, um, you know, I, look, it's my responsibility to, to put us in good positions to be successful down there. And, um, you know, and and I want to make sure I do the, the best job I can to, to give our guys the best chance to score because uh, that's ultimately the reason why we're on the field. So, um, you know, the other night I thought, you know, Houston made a, a good play on the first – uh, the first drive down in there in the red zone, uh, we ran the ball. I want to say it was maybe first and goal at the seven, and you know the safety tackled us, you know near the line of scrimmage. He was in the backfield, and and that's the way we were getting played, um, you know, quite uh, quite honestly down there, you know, against them and 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 a few other teams the last so many weeks here, you know, where they're they're trying to make it difficult, trying to force you to do something, um, you know, be one dimensional and. Um, but uh, we still have to find ways to be able to stay balanced, run it in if we're if we're doing uh, well in the running game, which we were on that first drive, and, uh, and and try to try to find a way to get it in on the ground if we can, and then and also at the same time be productive throwing the ball too. So I know we had a couple uh, situations down there in the game where we were behind, and you know you're throwing a little bit more than running in those scenarios normally anyway, but. Um, uh, our goal has always tried to be uh, as efficient as we can be uh, and do the thing that gives us the best chance to have success. And I certainly am not opposed to, to being uh, more run than pass or more pass than run if it's going to be successful for our team. So i got to do a better job of trying to find the right answers each week and, and put our guys in the right position. And uh, hopefully we can go out there and execute well and, and get in the end zone each time we're down there. Thanks a lot, Josh. Yep. Next question, Mike Tiardi, followed by Evan Lazar. Go ahead, Mike. Morning, Josh. Good morning. You, often, you often talk about, you as a group of the coaching staff, talk about, you know, doing things that you do well. Well, I'm wondering now after 13 weeks of, of the 10-2 and two record, if you feel like offensively you have enough things that you do well to be the kind of offense you want to be. I think there's a lot of things that you could you could look at that you could say you know we can improve on. Uh, certainly, that's the that's the truth. I think it's been the truth most seasons that I've ever coached. Um, you know, but at the end of the day, um, there are certain things that we have to do well in order to give our team the best chance to be successful. Some of which we've done decent throughout the course of the year, and some of which we certainly need to do better. But 
taking care of the football uh, has historically been a, a thing we've done, you know, well, and certainly is a, a big factor in winning and losing. The other night, you know, the one turnover seemed to uh, really flip the game a little bit there in the first half. Um, you know, but we, we, we've done that decent and we have to continue to do that well. Certainly that's going to be a huge factor in this game this week against Kansas City. Um, you know, protecting the quarterback and not going backwards in the running game and trying to stay out of long yarded situations to improve your chances on third down, which, you know, there were times the other day where we, we were pretty good in that area. You know, we tr- try to keep it in third and manageable and, um, and actually converted, you know, a decent chunk of third downs the other day too, but, um, you know, I I think the bottom line is is you you have to you have to feel like that you have an opportunity to improve in each area uh, at practice each week, and each week's a new challenge. And uh, we certainly want to try to take care of the ball. We certainly want to try to keep the ball moving forward. Uh, we, we certainly want to improve on third down and in the red zone, two minute offense, those situational plays that can certainly uh, change the outcome of a drive or you know or a quarter or the half or the game. And um, like I said, I think I start with me. I can do a better job of trying to do that, and that's what my focus is on. And hopefully, we can we can make some strides and improve in a lot of areas this week as well. Thank you, Josh. Yep. Next question: Evan Lazar, uh, followed by Mike Petraglia. Hey, Josh, how you doing? Great. How are you, Evan? I'm doing good. I wanted to ask you about the running game uh, over the last two weeks you guys have been able to break off some longer runs. I was just curious uh, what you think has led to that and also uh, what Isaiah's return has meant to the line in that respect too. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, the running game is never one thing. Uh, You can never just count on one person to to make that go. It's really a team play. Um, You know, each time you call a run play, you need a lot of people to do their job pretty well need to be physical, um, and it includes the receivers, the tight ends, the, the line, the back, um, you know, doing doing things right. And we work really hard um, each week on that area of our team because we know how important it is, especially here in New England, uh, as we get, you know, closer to the, the end of the year and we're playing in December and weather's going to be a factor and those types of things. And, um, you know, so I think, you know, all, all in all, I think our guys have um, – you know, done a pretty good job of being diligent about their assignments, um, trying to play physical. I think we're getting more, um, you know, there, there's more repetitions with, you know, Matt Lacoste and Ben Watson and the tackles and uh, the guys inside. And Teddy Karras has played now for a number of months. And um, Isaiah's back. And, you know, timing and combination blocks, double teams, um, those things are, are things that improve with, you know, with practice repetition and good habits. And so I think, you know, hopefully our best football in every phase um, is in front of us, but I, I feel like we've made some progress in the running game, um, and we need to continue to do that uh, as we head into the last four games of our season. Thanks, Jeff. Thank you. Uh, and we'll do uh, three final questions here. We're going to start with Mike Petraglia, followed by Nick O'Malley. Uh, thanks, Casey. Good morning, Josh. Uh, I wanted to ask you about good morning. Uh, young re- good morning. I wanted to ask you about uh, young receivers getting on the same page with Tom Brady. And you know, <clears> I think uh, a lot of us on the outside assume that uh, by this point in the season, uh, it's going to be more instinctive than anything else. And maybe that's not right. I'm curious. 
what do you try to do to try and, and bring Tom and the receivers together and maybe make it easier uh, for both sides to be more productive? Well, I don't think there's any shortcut to, uh, you know, being on the same page, um, you know, in terms of, <clears throat> you know, anticipating, you know, what the other person is thinking, feeling, and seeing, um, you know, and um, a lot is made of, you know, um, you know, somebody thinking one thing and somebody else thinking something else. And um, I think there's a lot of things that there's a lot of factors in the passing game that, that would determine um, being on the what being on the same page really means. But practice repetition, there's no shortcut to it, you know. So uh, every rep we take in practice, every pass we throw, every side session that we're, um, that we're able to, to take part in, um, every conversation, every one-on-one drill that we do in practice, every film session that we're in, um, it just continues to try to build off of the last one. And, um, you know, I, I think patience is something that, you know, um, I know I know everybody wants everything to be, um, you know, a finished product, and, and, you know, we do too, but at the same time you have to understand there's going to be a process and we're going to try to stick to it. Um, we have to be committed to it, and we know that it's productive when it when we when we stay the course and continue to coach the right things and and fix the right things, and then the players go out and make corrections, and then they have success with it. And once they make the corrections and have success with it, then they gain confidence in it, and they start to trust each other more. And there's no shortcut to that. So um, I think our guys are trying really hard. I have absolutely zero issue with our effort and the desire to do it right. Um, and I think that that's what everybody's working towards. Um, I love the attitude that our guys take into each practice and each opportunity to get better. And each game is the same way. You know, we go into the game, we do some things well, we do some things that we have to fix and try to learn from, and hopefully we can do those better the next week. And that's football. You know, football is an imperfect game. So um, hopefully we're trying to make those corrections and make strides each week. I know our players are working their butt off to try to do that. Um, and I know that the, the quarterbacks and the receivers, quarterbacks and the tight ends, quarterbacks and the running backs, again, there's a lot that goes into, you know, being productive in those areas, timing, anticipation, reading things the same way, adjusting if you need to. Um, and like I said, a lot of, a lot of things are improved through repetition and practice. And if we can, if we can create good habits and, 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 you know, have those experiences um, that we can build on, then I think we'll be better for it down the road. But uh, everybody's looking for the same thing. Everybody wants the same goal at the end of the day is for us to be the most productive we can be and the most efficient we can be in the passing game. Thanks a lot, Josh. Yep. Our next question, Nick O'Malley, followed by Mike Reese. Uh, morning, Josh. Good morning, Nick. I want to ask you a broader question about uh, offensive play calling. Um, I, when you are calling a play on offense, uh, we at home sort of kind of see the, the Madden video games where with the press of a button you say, oh, we pray we call four verts or something like that, and by magic it's transmitted to the offense and they're lining up. I wanted to know when, how early in the process do you need to figure out what play you're going to call? Is it while the previous play is happening? Is it sort of planning a couple of plays ahead? And when do you, how early do you need to make the decision what play are we going to call and how early in the play clock does that happen and how quickly do you need to get that transmitted to the quarterback? That's a great question. Um, you know, the, 
there's there's and it's probably multifaceted in the answer um you know when you there's certain things you're trying to set up as you go through the game so um you know you may call a couple things early in the game to try to build on that and call something different as you go forward uh, there may be something you are kind of paying attention to relative to personnel or down and distance or something that you've studied that you're waiting on to try to go ahead and, and, and make the call at the right time. Um, and I would say on a, on a play-to-play basis, there's, you know, as soon as you make a play call and it goes into the, to, to the quarterback, you're really, you know, focusing on the potential outcomes um, on that play and what you may be thinking on the next one based on what the down and distance and field position is going to be. And so, you know, if it's a second and four call and, and you make the call, you're hopefully thinking, okay, third and third and one to four or first and ten, you know. And so you're trying to make sure you're, you know, you got one eye on what you may be calling if it's third and short and one eye on what you may be calling if you get a first down and, you know, you have a new set of downs in front of you. So um, usually the play is called within, you know, 10 seconds of the, of the, the play, the previous play being uh, run and finished. Um, sometimes maybe a few seconds after that, but generally speaking, I would say you want to try to get it in as early as you can because you have to substitute personnel sometimes. You know, they got to get in the huddle, they got to hear the play call, the cadence, et cetera, and then try to break the, uh, the huddle with plenty of time on the play clock to do you know, whatever the, the call uh, requires from the quarterback, whether that's motion, shift, you know, et cetera. So, um, you know, there's a lot of things that can that can go into what you want to call at each time, uh, and you're trying to process that as you go. Um, and then there's also the, the every once in a while there's the thing like the other night, you get a good play and then there's a penalty that, that puts you in a different set of, situa- uh, set of circumstances, and then you got to try to recalibrate as quickly as you can uh, and get yourself into a mode of trying to get those those yards back that you lost. So um, a lot of things that are happening in a quick amount of time, hopefully you get it in as quickly as possible. That's the best thing for the players so that they have the maximum amount of time to do the right thing at the line of scrimmage. And last hey, question. Yep. Last question, Mike Reese. Josh, um, where does this Chiefs defense, um, you know, present some of the, the biggest challenges for you? <clears throat> and on the on the back end of that, I was curious if you ever look at these NFL next-gen stats, like miles per hour, like how fast guys are, if you use those at all for any part of your preparation. I can answer the first one first, or the last one first. Um, The only time I, you know, you see those every once in a while, flash on the scoreboard or something, or if you happen to catch a TV game or something like that. But generally speaking, I'm not – I don't, we don't, you know, have a lot of the miles per hour stuff factor into what we're doing. So um, the Chiefs defense, um, you know, they're, uh, this is, the first thing I'd say is it's a new a new scheme for us. You know, we've played uh, the Chiefs um, for a number of years in a row now, and this is obviously a scheme change for us. So uh, Coach Spagnola, who I coached with in St. Louis uh, for one year, um, you know, he's, He's really, uh, he's really a, a good football coach. Uh, they challenge you in a lot of different ways. Um, you know, it's a, it's a one-gap scheme where they you know, try to disrupt you with some penetration, and uh, they pressure on all three downs. 
um, which is a challenge, and they'll they'll try to you know challenge your protections and and force the ball out uh, maybe before you want it to come out uh, with their blitz packages. Uh, very creative in that regard. Uh, had a ton of respect for the way that they do that for years now. Um, really a good team in short yardage. Uh, very good in third and medium. Uh, it's, it's an area where they excel, um, you know, and, and they can get after the quarterback. So um, to create disruptive plays, they have you know, you know guys in the front, Clark Jones, um, Okafor, not. I mean, they, those guys can can really get into the backfield and create some disruption in the running game. Uh, certainly, all of them have production rushing the passer uh, and creating long yarded situations. So um, it starts there. You got to do a good job with their front um, and try to try to hang in there and and, and avoid negative plays. You got to be in handle the pressures. Um, and I think they do a really good job of disguising. Uh, Matthew, I mean, I've had a a tremendous amount of respect and admiration for him you know, since he's come in the league. You know, he's he's always a difficult player to play against. He lines up in a lot of different spots. He plays a lot of different identities in their defense. Um, disguise, you know, what he's going to do, where he's going to be, uh, and you got to be really conscious of him. Uh, and then the last thing I'll say is that the you know they they do a pretty good job in the red zone. Um, you know, you may you know if you move it between the twenties, you still got to to really hunker down and play some of your best football inside the 20-yard line where they're pretty damn good. So um, big challenge ahead of us, new scheme. Um, some players we're familiar with, some we're not. You know, have some new new faces in there, certainly. Um, and we're going to need to get used to the players and the way they play and the things they do uh, on all three downs and in those situations that I, that I talked about. Um, you know, because we got to play a great complimentary game this week. We know how, how talented this team is. Uh, they're very good in all three areas, and uh, we're going to need to play one of our best games of the season, um, you know, on Sunday here in Foxborough. Thanks, Thank you, Josh. Thank you.